I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Welcome to another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. As you know, I'm Lauren and I'm hanging out with Elena today. Hi, girl. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I am good. I am very good. That's awesome. So just found out she's coming to us all the way from Delaware. I don't know anyone in Delaware except Elena now. Yeah, check that off your list. For real. I'll have to go up there and visit you. I haven't been there either. So well, I've never been to Florida, right? Really? Nope. Oh girl. <laughs> I'm down to Orlando. We'll hang out. Ooh, and I'll Orlando. Show you around. Yes. That's where I currently reside. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be a good time. So Elena is a what she likes to call a wholesome living blogger. So we are going to talk about um, her blogging journey and what that means. What does it mean to be a wholesome living blogger? So um, I'll go ahead and start there. Um, tell us what that means to you. What does it mean to be a wholesome living or to practice wholesome living, I guess? Yeah. Um, and when did you start this journey? Yeah, so I first, I'm going to back up to when I first started my blog, I was about to go into college and I was bored, I guess, kind of. I didn't have like any sort of hobby or anything. And I feel like it was, it was in like 2013. So I feel like blogging was like fairly new. Like it was, you know, pretty popular, but like I didn't personally know anybody that was a blogger of any kind. Um, and I liked writing and I wanted to have a place where I would like contain all of my writing and stuff. Um, and I just wanted to be a lifestyle blogger because I'm the type of person who's like, well, I'm so interested in so many different things. Like I just, I have so many interests. Like, <laughs> and, Yeah. And I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to write about a bunch of different topics. Like when I first started writing, I was writing about like faith and like your devotions. And I was also like a kid Sunday school teacher. So I wanted to write about that. And then I was about to go into college. So I just wanted to have like, you know, when you start like a blog or even like a podcast or a YouTube channel or something, you want to have like a niche. So I was like, well, I don't really know like what kind of niche I had. Um, so I just, said it was like a Christian lifestyle blog. Um, and that worked for me pretty well, like while I was going through college and I didn't write too much when I was in college because I was working and busy and I can only, you know, if you've been to college for at least a year, you know how busy it can be. Right. Um, but after I was finished with college, um, I, you know, like the name of my blog, I named it The Girl Who Does Everything because I didn't want to just, you know, only have it for like when I was in college. I didn't want to be like the college girl blog or something like that. And I wanted to just be like, well, I kind of did a lot of different things and I wrote about a lot of different things. Um, and after I finished college, I kind of like the, the, 
I guess like purpose behind my blog kind of shifted a little bit, but the name I wanted to keep the same. Um, and that's kind of where like the wholesome living journey for me kind of came from. I, you know, at one point in my life, uh, probably about a year and a half ago, I would say, um, I was like super overwhelmed because I was really busy. I wasn't healthy at all. I was just over, you know, over exhausted and like overstretched to doing too many things at once that I really had to take a step back and like analyze like my life because I I grew up in the Philadelphia area in the Northeast and I feel like everything was always fast paced and if you I was I grew up in church. I feel like I was at church every day doing everything that was there. So I really like I kind of thrived on being busy. Like I feel like if I wasn't doing something like I'm not doing enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that eventually got me to a point where like, you know, every day I was getting up and like, what am I doing? Like, it's just things like my calendar was just full of stuff. And I just felt like I wasn't really accomplishing anything meaningful. I was just kind of doing it because it was on my calendar. And I had to take a step back and really like analyze why I was doing what I was doing, how I was doing what I was doing. And if what I was doing was even like meaningful or efficient. And that's where um, I came up kind of, I kind of came up with like a definition for wholesome living so that I it makes sense to other people because in my brain it makes sense but I feel like I have to explain it um, to others so the way I personally define it is pursuing wholeness in your body soul mind your home and relationships and it's doing your best with what you have and not comparing your journey to another's um, and I feel like that kind of encompasses like everything that I do. I feel like those categories kind of hit everything that's like in my life, like your relationships with people and your family, um, making sure that your life is being stewarded like the way that Jesus would want you to steward it. Um, and right. Christ-centered living kind of goes along with that and I feel like is the most important key part of it. Um, it's keeping Christ at the center of every aspect of your life. Um, and that's helpful for me to think about. Um, there's that verse that says, um, whatsoever your hand finds to do like do it you know for god's glory glory do it with with all your might and right. i feel like um that is kind of like the anthem for like a christian is even if it's something as silly as you know making sure that you're working out so that you you know are keeping your body in the best physical state it can be in so that you know 40 50 years from now you're still able to do what god is calling you to do you're still able to serve you know serve him um in that capacity um so that's kind of how i define wholesome living it's you know making sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others and um move forward with what god wants you to do I really like that. And I think oh. it's very important because um, we live in such a fast paced world. Yeah. 
you know? So even, I mean, you grew up in the city um, where it was, you know, constantly go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people have that lifestyle of mm -hmm. going to work and having this commitment and that commitment and things on the weekend. And yeah, I think we really struggle with rest. I think we really mm -hmm. struggle with knowing when to slow down um, and that can really take a toll on it. So I guess I would say, that your your niche that you kind of you kind of fell into it right like you yeah. just it wasn't <laughs> like you were obviously looking for maybe something more defined but yeah. it was just it just kind of happened that way right yeah like, it's uh -huh. really cool where so many people I mean I find myself in that position as we speak mm -hmm. you know I have this passion I have these desires I'm very much like you I have a lot yeah. of different interests a lot of things that um, I like. Um, but how do you find that niche? And I think it's cool that you just kind of like stumbled upon something uh -huh. that you love and that made sense for you. But I think that's really cool. So you started in college, but this more defined version started mm. when? About, I don't remember if there was like a defining moment. I would say probably about a year ago, I was thinking more towards like New Year's resolutions, which, um, oh, yeah. eh. <laughs> but it was like a, a couple months before. I might have been either like late October, early November. And I thought, like, this, I really need to crack down on like the way that I live, I'm living life. And especially like those times in like November, like that's around Thanksgiving, that's around you know, Christmas. And that's when I was really noticing like I had stuff, you know, at work all the time and things, you know, with activities like at church that just happen every weekend. And I just realized that I need, I like, I need to focus so that I'm not just, you know, spinning my wheels or just doing things because they are, they need to be done. I'm doing them for a reason and doing them the best that I can. Right. I think that's super, that's a really good point as far as like prioritizing what's like mm -hmm. super like important, right? Like you want to be able to do fun things, but when you say yes to everything, you're just like drowning, right? Yeah. And it's, not, it's usually not like between good and bad, but between yes. like good and best. Like yeah. what it like that's good, but I need to prioritize the things that are best mm -hmm. and that's gonna um, bring purpose and like meaning to my exactly. life. So I think um, I like this term a lot. I feel like sometimes people think about um, balance, right? Like mm -hmm. they need to find balance within their life. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I heard it or read it, but for me, I've kind of adopted this thought or this lifestyle that it's not, it's more like juggling um, yeah. versus balance because like you can't give your attention evenly to every single thing at the same time. Yeah. So if I'm at work, like that's the ball that I'm juggling right now heavily mm -hmm. because my focus and my attention is there. That means that my husband isn't going to get a lot of attention. My daughter isn't going to get a lot of attention. And that's okay as long as it doesn't stay there. Like I need to yeah. focus my mm -hmm. attention then on spending quality time with my family. And then my work or, you know, my podcast is going to get the back burner for a little bit. So it's yeah. like, it's not going to be evenly balanced all the time. Whereas like you can give a hundred percent to all these different things, mm -hmm. but more so like juggling, like some things are going to take 
more of your attention and more of your time. But then you have to realize, okay, we need to bring it back and juggle some other things, you know, and focus our attention on, you know, the things that maybe got put to the side for a little bit. So once you had this realization of, okay, something's got to give, I got to make some changes. What are some of those maybe wholesome practices that you started um, embedding into your life that you started incorporating? Yeah. So the first thing I would say was the most important thing was making sure I was focusing on Christ more so than my calendar or anything else that would come up because, you know, like your schedule can change. I mean, like everybody is going through this, you know, pandemic this year, Um, you know, that can change like your stove can break one night and you can't make the dinner you're planning on. You know what I mean? But the one thing that's not going to change is Jesus. And that's why you need to, you know, keep your eyes on that constant. Um, The next thing that I would say was like really important, especially like in the day and age of media um, and social media even too, is to not like compare your journey to somebody else's. Um, I feel like a lot of times, like I wanted things to be, I would see something on Pinterest or on Instagram and I would think like, yes, that is perfect. And that will make me perfect if I do that exact thing. If my food looks so Instagram worthy, it's (laughs) obviously going to make me lose the 30 pounds that I want to lose right (laughs) like so it's it's and it's hard to do because I feel like people are so like visually um like drawn to things especially me like I love looking at like beautiful pictures and stuff and I love saving those pictures on Instagram and you know and I I like I aspire to be that picture but what we forget is that it's a picture like it's not the actual like real life yeah thing. And even not just like making your life look perfect, but like, you know, like somebody else might be doing better, like in their career goals, or like maybe their relationships are doing so great, but you have to take into the other factors, like, well, maybe they have the education, and that's why they got the promotion, or maybe, you know, they've been actively like working through tough situations, like in their marriage, and they're finally at that great like those great years of their marriage, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's, we have to, you know, stay focused on our journey and not try to, you know, not try to compare like where you are in the road with the way someone else is. Or even, even if you don't think that like you should be at the same you know, same point in the road that somebody else is like, you might just be comparing that like, oh, their, you know, their kids have the most perfect, healthy lunches packed them all the time. But like, that might not be feasible for you if you wake up at 4am and have to go to work then. So you have to do what's good for your lifestyle too, and not have to worry so much about the perfection. I know like for me, something that I like to look at like so much, I love seeing like super organized, like homes and like closets on Pinterest. 
like I really love like looking at this is so weird but like perfectly organized pantries with like all the cute mason jars and labels like that doesn't work for me I live in an apartment and our cabinets are like crap like they like, don't have <laughs> like super yeah. tiny <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to have that. And that's okay. Because guess what? I like the food fits in the cabinets and it's not going to look cute. But guess who looks in there all the time? Only me. Like, right. right. We get a house, then I'll have that cute pantry. But like, I don't need that now. And I don't have to feel like I'm like lagging far behind or I'm like missing out on something because I don't have a cute label maker. You know what I mean? Right. So that was, and that's another thing. Um, another another thing that I would say, like this is a little more practical when you're talking about like your wholesome living journey. Um, you want to know what your priorities are. So for me, a few of my priorities, like one is obviously to have like a healthy relationship and a close relationship with God. Um, that. I mean, for any Christian, that should be your number one priority and everything stems from that. But I also want to have a close relationship with my husband um, and I want to live like a healthier lifestyle um, because I want to take care of my body. Like I played I played volleyball when I was in high school and I'm only 25 and I can feel my knees like every time I like crouch down or something I'm like I know I need to take care of this body because I shouldn't be old man like when I get up off the floor I um, swear so I like go like this and like everything cracks. cracks yes and sometimes I make a joke to my students like oh I'm so old guys I'm like no you're not you're like 25 but they don't feel my body so I feel like I, this is the only body that I get so I really especially now while I'm young I should be taking care of it so I feel like that's why it's a priority to me and I uh, you know it's it's a it's it's a process you know what i mean like it's not going to be i'm not going to be like deadlifting weights at the gym all the time or only eating kale like that's not feasible for me because kale isn't even my favorite and i don't like lifting weights but i can do what i can that's taking me in the right direction um, and i feel like with those sorts of things once you have your priorities in place um and you know um like what your you know that your priorities are aligned with you know with scripture that's so you're not putting things before something else that shouldn't be there um yeah. make sure you're doing like your research like i am a type of person like i am swayed by emotions but like when it comes to something that has facts i want to know the facts like if somebody's telling me some sort of statistic and they don't link a source i just scroll on right by like i don't really care to see that um and a lot of times about like anything like if you want to be more environmentally conscious like don't just go to H&M's sustainability clothing line when all right. the rest of their clothing isn't sustainable. You should, you know, search out things, um, search out like information from an expert or somebody who's excelling in that area um, and do your own research. Uh, that's what I personally like to do. And I think maybe that's just me. Like I really like to learn new things and collect information and make my opinions 
and my draw my conclusions from that. Um, but it is really helpful, especially um, like if you are going through a health journey or if you're looking for more ways to be productive or to uh, you know help you in your job, like do do the research. It it'll help you in the long run instead of just kind of blindly walking around trying to figure <laughs> figure things out. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. And the last tip that I would have, like another kind of practical thing, is yeah. just to embrace the imperfection of your your lifestyle because like it's you know it's not going to be perfect and that's okay. It, that's just something that you need to keep in the back of your mind all the time. Like at the end of the day, like nobody, I'm going to go back to my pantry. Nobody's looking in my pantry to see if the spice rack is organized by, you know, alphabetically, you right. know, so you have to um, just be okay with things not being perfect. But as long as you're going towards one goal, like one common um, serving Christ ultimately, then everything, whether it takes a while or not, is going to fall into place the way that it should be as long as you keep Christ at the center of that. That's a good point for sure, um, keeping Christ at the center. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree when it comes to, um, like you said, baby steps, you know, mm -hmm. like just finding the things that you can yeah. change this week and it doesn't have to be something huge. I know. Um, for someone that I spoke to, they are completely vegan now, but they weren't always vegan. Yeah. And it's not about doing the thing perfectly. It's about changing, you know, little things along the way. So at first she would start with like one meal a day. Like uh -huh. my breakfast is going to be a vegan breakfast. And she did that consistently for, you know, however many weeks. And then she incorporated lunch. So now breakfast and lunch um, are going to be vegan you know, meals, and then, you know, slowly moving her way to dinner until, you know, she found the substitutes and the things that worked for her, you know, going back to what you said, like, don't compare yourself to somebody else, because some what might work for them might not work for you. And, yeah. you know, I was reading that scripture today, um, about um, the body, you know, how we're, we each hold a different mm -hmm. part, you know, you might yeah. be a hand or a foot or mm -hmm. an ear. Um, but you know, the, the hand doesn't say, I wish I could be a foot or I wish I could yeah. be an ear or imagine if your whole body was an eye, you know, how are you going to yeah. smell <laughs> or, taste or do anything else? So um, it, it was just a reminder, like everybody, everyone holds a specific function. Um, you have a specific purpose, a specific calling um, that only you can do. So mm. Don't look to the left or to the right of what everybody is doing because their calling is not the same as yours. Um, you might be a hand and they're an elbow. Totally not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's super important to just kind of keep your eyes in your own lane, fixed on Jesus, um, and not you know look too much to the left or the right to see what everybody else is doing because that's how you can very, very quickly and like you were saying about the Instagram, like pictures and everything has to be like yeah. perfect. Um, 
I feel like there's this like underlying like rule that says if you didn't post it, if it's not on Instagram, <laughs> it didn't happen, right? Like yeah. that's the proof. If it's, it has to be on Instagram, if it's yeah. a real thing. But the reality is, is that Instagram does not equal real life. Facebook does exactly. not equal real life. You know, you can have a private life and do things outside of social media without having to prove that you actually did it. You know, maybe you just exactly. want to spend time with your family. You don't have to capture the whole thing. You can totally oh. just put your phone down, be totally present um, without having to document every waking moment. And I think that's definitely a refreshing reminder where we feel like we have to maybe document everything and put it on IG yeah. stories and, <laughs> you know, oh my gosh, look at my coffee or look at this. Exactly. Look at this cute boutique that I'm Like, it's okay to just not post it like it's it's fine instagram doesn't equal real life so make yeah. sure to take time for the things that actually matter um what does some of your content look like right now is it um do you give like tips on how to um transition into like wholesome living what does that look like yeah so right now i'm mostly sharing you know content it uh, not so much on Instagram right now. Like I love Instagram, but I can't do all the things at one time, regardless of what my blog says. Yeah, um, I I'm writing blog posts that are generally like I have a few categories that I am, you know, putting things into about faith primarily. Um, also about like um, like clean living um and being new starting to be eco-friendly which is something that i just started doing like i just bought reusable like sandwich bags the other day so i'm like brand new to this mm. and it's not too bad like i found ones that weren't super expensive they're easy to clean um and i shared a few um like it, items from amazon that are like under $10 for each thing. So it's it's a lot of like smaller steps that when I when I do something like that, I'll make a blog post um, about it. Right now I'm currently working on um, an ebook that I hope to have done by the new year because I like to give myself a lot of time to <laughs> work on things. Um, that's basically a guide to starting your wholesome living journey. It's gonna be like an ebook that explains like how to do it and also like a workbook at the same time so that you That's can perfect. keep that information all in one spot and like I know that I work well with like workbooks or like guided journals I guess so I want to create that for my readers and other people who are interested in starting that lifestyle so hopefully by the new year I will have that finished um, oh perfect so if you want to start your wholesome journey and you don't know where to start, stay tuned for her ebook because it's Ooh. going to be coming out soon. Uh -huh. um, before the, but before the ebook comes out, for our listeners here today, yeah. what is one piece of advice or maybe one piece of encouragement that you would give to someone um, that wants to start their wholesome journey, but they're not exactly sure what to do or where to even start? 
Yeah, so I kind of mentioned it before, but I feel like it makes sense for me and I love alliteration. So I have these three key things. Um, versus to start with your purpose. This is the all encompassing, like why do you even want to start it anyway? Is it because you want to be cute on Instagram and fit into that wellness and sustainability, you know, like community? Is it or is it because like me, you want to be able to do everything that God created you to do? And that comes from, you know, um, finding um, finding ways to take care of yourself and the other people around you. Yeah. Um, so I would say uh, maybe start by writing a purpose statement. Like what is your purpose statement for your life and the things that you do? This can be super general. It can have bullet points, but just start there. Um, the next thing I would say would be your priorities. So these are the specific, maybe the bullet points in your purpose statement. For me, my priorities, one, my relationship with God, um, my relationship with my husband, uh, making sure that I um, am, you know, working, you know, uh, giving my best for my job. Um, And also um, taking care of my body. And another priority I have for me would be like my content creation um, too, is to make sure that I'm stewarding that well. And your priorities might look different. Like you might be um, like a coach or something, or you might be a director somewhere, um, but your priorities, you know, are going to look different than mine. Like I don't have kids, but you do, you have a daughter and she's a priority too. Right. Um, so make sure that you're listing on your priorities and making sure you're including things that, um, you know, including things inside of those priorities. So, you know, that you're, you're hitting all of those goals. And then the last thing I would say was to analyze like your passions. Like what are some things that you like to do? Um, Maybe not even just hobbies, but like something that you're passionate about. Like, is it like, you know, making sure that you are opening up your home to people and inviting them into your life, like being hospitable to them, or if it's, or even if it is a hobby, like if you really like music, like how is that, how is, how can you, um, how can you better yourself in that vein so that you can use that ultimately to further, you know, God's purpose in your life. So um, those are the, that's where I would say to start. And then again, after that, um, once you see like those things, then you'll be able to see like, okay, well maybe I should do some research on this, or maybe I should take a class in this, or maybe I should cut back on this thing. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not helping me it's taking away from some things that are priorities for me Absolutely. Um, or maybe you, maybe you need to add something that um, will help you achieve those goals. But those are, that's where I would say to start um, in your journey. And then from there, um, don't, yeah, don't like overhaul your life all at one time. Like, right. You don't have- 
to, you don't have to purge your entire closet and then throw out all the food in your fridge that has you know refined sugar in it and then at the same time like revamp your whole morning schedule all in one day like maybe you get really motivated and want to do that but it's not sustainable like i don't know any person that can just wipe out change their whole life in one day and keep going with that you know 100 percent yeah, so just, and another thing too, is like make sure that whatever you're doing isn't like so incredibly drastic that it's not gonna be sustainable for you. Unless it's something that's like a toxic situation or like an incredibly unhealthy habit, like cut that out immediately um, when, when you do come to grips with that. But if it's something like, you know, just take one step at a time. Like you really don't have to do it all in one day. Like even with me, I started this journey about, you know, about a year ago and I'm still like, okay, well, I, I tend to be a little lazy sometimes when it comes to like cleaning my house. And like, I love having a clean house, but I also love sitting on the deep, on the couch and watching Netflix, you know what I right, mean? Right, um, right. So I'm still working on that and being, you know, finding a time to be most efficient to make sure that I'm cleaning everything um, after, you know, I get off of work. Um, and the next, the last thing I would say, um, when you're first starting the journey is start with like a simple routine that you can get into that's not super rigid, but like helps you to incorporate some of these important things into your day. So for me, especially like this year, my morning routine changed probably like six times because yeah. we went through a lot of changes regardless of COVID. Um, but um, I finally now have a pretty, pretty solid morning routine where I wake up in the morning at the same time. And I have, and I used to be a huge, like hit the snooze button person. And I think for probably a couple months, I haven't hit the snooze button. So I am proud of myself for that. That's one small goal. Um, and I, I do some um, yoga in the morning and I read my Bible and have time to study the Bible. And I'm waking up like way earlier than I actually need to for work so I can get those things that I really like to do and really want to do at the right. beginning of the day. Um, and it just makes my day like run more smoothly when I know that like, you know, this is finished at this time and I've done the things that are going to help me be effective through the rest of the day. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Waking yeah. up early, setting a routine, not like you said, not too rigid. If you've never had a morning routine, don't like yeah. give yourself <laughs> Have grace. specific times. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be absolutely perfect. Exactly. Um, your first go around, right? It's going to take some mm. tweaking and be flexible because yeah. life changes and things change. Oh, yeah. So, uh -huh. um, but you know, making sure that when you wake up early and you do the things that you like and love to do versus the things that you have to do. Um, you start your day off full and yeah. filled with purpose. And um, it really just set, helps set the tone for your day. Everything else kind of just follows along after that. Thank you for sharing that for yeah. anyone who might be stuck or struggling and 
wants to find more, um, I guess, unity in their life, you know, just yeah. an all around um, better living situation, you yeah. know, wholesome living, like mind, body, soul, you know, relationships, uh -huh. um, habits that you might be needing to work exactly. on. So it's all around, but you don't have to tackle it all at once, exactly. you know, little by little baby steps. Um, those are some great tips that Elena just shared for you um, to get that process going to start putting those things in place. So for everyone that wants to continue on with you on your journey, yeah. you know, your, your blog and your writing, um, where can they find you? Yeah, so my blog is thegirlwhodoeseverything.net. And you can also find it at The Girl Who Does Everything on Facebook. And then everywhere else on um, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not really, you know, active on Twitter, but I'm still there. And on right. Pinterest and on YouTube, I am at Elena Kemry. So I tried to keep it pretty, pretty easy to understand there. So that's where you can find me. Um, yeah. So that's our Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to follow Elena and check out her blog for wholesome living um, resources, how to be more eco-friendly and just how to really flourish in a Christ-centered life, you know, incorporating Jesus into your life. Um, she writes phenomenal um, blog posts and it'll really, really help you. So thank you, Elena, for being on yeah. with me tonight. Um, this was a great episode and I'm super, super glad that you were able to be on. Oh, I was really glad to be here too. Thanks for having me. For everyone tuning in, thank you for watching. I'm thankful for all of you and, um, you are so loved. So until the next one, I will talk to you.